Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. All right, we really got to get to, uh, we promise we're going to get to all these submissions, so let's try and do it here. Uh, bets are coming up in a little bit. Alex Fasano is back with us here. Jake, if you just bring like that, that crappy music up here. Alex, what's next from, next from the YouTube and Twitch chats? Sticking Actually, no, in... well, yeah, we, well, we want to go with the George Kittle one, right? We're Kittle, you were going to comment I was just going to say. I screwed what do you got on that's, that's my bad for Ryan Booth on George Kittle. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, I, I think San Francisco is always so tough just because... Like, Ayuk could absolutely nuke the secondary. Debo could nuke the secondary. We also don't know like, what Debo's health is. I will say, we've seen the Lions get, like, slammed by tight ends basically all season. Now, it didn't work out in the uh, the wild card round because the Rams don't really throw to their tight ends that much. I played Davis Allen anytime touchdown. Didn't end up hitting. But, like, the thought was Detroit can't cover opposing tight ends. And then Kate Otten had 65 receiving yards last week. And, look, Kittle's at home here. It certainly could be, like, a big-time George Kittle spot. I would never bet the under on George Kittle. Just that, like, I don't know, is Debo going to have, like, 200 yards in this game? Is IU going to have, like, 150 yards in this game? So I, I think I'm a little more clear on what I want to do with the Lions side. I, I may end up betting the George Kittle over receiving yards prop. I would never bet the under because the Lions stink against tight ends. Just that so many mouths to feed, so many good players on this offense, I think it makes it a little tough. I will say the one thing that makes you feel a little better about it the Lions do play pretty good run defense, so maybe this isn't a McCaffrey, like, 200-yard, 150-yard rushing game, and it's going to be a big Purdy game through the air, and maybe that gets, like, a couple guys all over for the Niners. So I would never play the under on Kittle. I don't know if I'm there, Ryan, on the over, or Ryan on the over, so we'll talk more about this coming up 
on Sunday. Uh, Alex, what do we have next? And thank you, Ryan, for the question. In the YouTube chat, our guy Jay Klopfenstein giving us bets before weeks ago. He's taking Isaiah Likely longest reception over 13 and a half yards. He's hit this the last seven games. He believes Mark Andrews will be more of a decoy and likely will get his regular load of touches. Well, I mean, yeah, like likely hits that in the last seven games because like Mark Andrews hasn't been playing. So like right. I, I, yeah, like it's possible. That one feels more just like a, like a roll of the dice to me. I, 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 I wouldn't bet that. I'm not saying Jay, like I'm not saying, I, I also, right. I don't win all my bets. I'm not trying to like, I'm not trying to like bleep on your bet here. It could hit. I don't know that I would place it because like you're quoting a sample size where like Mark Andrews wasn't playing and now Mark Andrews is playing. And you're saying you think he's going to be a decoy, but like we don't know that. I'm not trying to be a jerk. Just like I, I, I don't know about this one. I, uh, as I just ram in more live golf bets, this is, I'm just lighting. I just, this is the money into the furnace. Uh, my other thing here is in both games, you actually have like a really, really interesting decision with a, a prominent player who's returning from injury with Debo and Andrews about like, okay, like it's a playoff game. Like they're not going to rest them or they're not going to like monitor. You know, like Paul George, for example, tonight is on a minute's limit for the Clippers. Like if this was game seven against the, the Nuggets, he's not on a minute's limit. But uh, still like what to do with both of them. You obviously, especially for Debo, you have like likelihood of aggravating the injury. It's a deep bruise in his shoulder. Like you land wrong. I mean, maybe it's a pain tolerance thing, but at some pain, <laughs> like that's like pretty crazy. So I just, I they do both present interesting like, do you bet, like, alt-unders on, like, guys like Debo, where it's, like, like, what's, like, under 20 yards? Where it's, like, he catches one, and it's, like, sorry, guys. Like, I just, it's, this isn't gonna work. Like, I, and it's, like, oh, well, he's off the injury report. He's, like, telling you what the injury is. The injury didn't go away. He's just off the injury report. There's a difference. So I just, I, I don't know. Like, I think both those guys are interesting. I don't know what I would do with either of them. I, I will say, like, if I had to, like, pick one to overperform expectation, it would be Andrews. Because you got the sense that, look, he practiced in full a couple times last week. That sure. if last week had been the AFC Championship game, like the Ravens felt right, wrong, or indifferent. They were right. It could have gone wrong, but they were right that they could beat Houston without him. And uh, and it proved to be a pretty good move because now they've got him fully rested for the AFC Championship game against a much better opponent in the Kansas City Chiefs. So I'd feel better about Andrews if like forced to choose between him and Debo because Debo could get a hit in the shoulder. I mean, he's going to be on so much tour, doll. I mean, it's good. He may not be able to feel his face. So we'll see. Uh, like early so that, so that Detroit's like, oh, he's not a decoy. Like, they're actually using him. Like, he'll get one carry, like, in the first couple plays or something. So, like, Jay, like, I'm not trying to be a jerk and say, like, your bet can't win. It can. I I Ooh. personally would not place it because I don't know. I, he, it could hit on the first play of the game. I personally would not make that bet, though. Thank you very much for the submission. As always, Alex, what's next? Let's stay in that YouTube chat at Nash2 is taking Justice Hill over 47.5 rushing and receiving yards, mainly because the receiving yards seems low. He's been averaging over 30 the past few games, and Edwards gets no passes his way. Yeah, I'll, I'll say this about Justice Hill. Um, he's been really, really good, and he's kind of like when Keaton Mitchell went out, like Justice, and like we talked about this a lot on the show, like when Keaton Mitchell was starting to emerge, that Justice Hill was going to become completely irrelevant. And, like, I haven't thought about fantasy football in a long time, and it's actually been really nice. And now I'm thinking back to, like, how I lost money this season. I ended up dropping Justice Hill in so many leagues once Keaton Mitchell emerged because it was like, okay, 
Like, why is Justice Hill ever going to touch the ball? Gus Edwards is going to be the early down grinder. And now Keaton Mitchell is going to take over the Justice Hill role, and he's better than Justice Hill. Well, now Keaton Mitchell's done for the year, and Justice demands retribution. Uh, and Justice Hill's been really good, and he gets the ball a lot. And to, um, to Nash's point, Gus Edwards is not a zero in the passing game. Like, he has some ability. I think it was the um, the Chargers Sunday night game where he had like a 65-yard catch, that catch and run, like from deep in his own territory all the way down the field. So like Gus Edwards can catch the ball and have success, but Justice Hill is much more fits that profile of like a pass catcher here for the Ravens. Um, yeah, like I, I like the thought here on Justice Hill combined rushing receiving yards, and I think that's the bet, right? The combined? Yeah, yeah. I like that. I like this one from Nash. I'm uh. I'm glad we do the prop king on the show. Do you know why? Because every single person that sends us stuff really likes to bet props. <laughs> so it's really good. <laughs> glad we served that audience. That's really nice. Yeah. All right. So that's our friend Nash. Uh, thank you very much to Big Daddy Cool for the submission. Alex, what's next? Let's jump to the Twitch chat. Here's a non-prop for you, Ken. Our guy, BMW24333, oh, always dubs. giving us bets. B-dubs. the Beamer. Oh, here's, yeah, this isn't a prop bet. Chiefs. Chiefs money line. Why? He just said goat emoji. That's the justification. Well, when the emoji's like a justification, that's always well, good. Well, is, 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 is the goat for, is that emoji for Ken or for Patrick Mahomes? No, probably. No, I'm a, I'm a god. That's not, I'm not a goat. <laughs> 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 it's like, what's that Kanye line? I am not a something, I'm a god. Like, I'm not a goat, yeah, I'm a god. Exactly. Yeah, you know, that, you know that campaign, he gets us? Yeah, I'm, that's me, he. I, 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 get, I get you, I'm all over it. Um... Yeah, I mean, like, we, we like the Chiefs. Really. I, I, I don't know if I've said this on the show because we've had guests on. Just, like, the framing of this game, and you, and you do a lot of media appearances. I do less, but, like, I, like you, you get a sense of how people think about the game. And, like, I get asked about the game, and it's like, oh, like, all the betters are taking the Chiefs, so I'm going to go with the Ravens. And it's like, really? Everybody we've had on the show likes the Ravens. Everybody. <laughs> like, is, is that what's happening here? Like, is that, first of all, like, the public has been, it's Friday. Like, you know what the public's going to be about the game? Sunday at 2.30. <laughs> like, that's where the bets are going in. So, like, they could be right, and it's not that who the public's on affects who wins, but just the framing, like, is anybody betting the Chiefs? <laughs> like, has that actually happened? Doesn't seem like it's happening. I'm like, no, I feel like, and I'm maybe I'm wrong about this part, I feel like, I feel like people we've had on the show like the chiefs but they're like afraid to like they're like afraid to bet the chiefs because it's like well but like the ravens should be favored by more i'm i'm betting the chiefs like i i like the chiefs in the game how are they gonna win i don't have a clue <laughs> like I, I just think they're gonna win i just think they're gonna win i got maybe they, you know if they if they stifle the ravens offense better than most of the ravens opponents which is totally possible because all did a great job exploiting that and you get in a close if you get in 10 10 13 13 in the fourth quarter who do you think is going to win if you're 13 13 in the fourth quarter? Like, I, I just, if the Ravens don't put this team away, this is going to get really nervy with a guy who's like never, Lamar Jackson's awesome. He ain't never been in this kind of game before. Like, this is totally different. They've never hosted a championship game before the whole city. So, I don't know. It just, it's the framing of the game doesn't seem to match what's actually happening. And I just, I think that's really funny. Well, it's like, uh, it's like, I, like outsmart people outsmarting themselves almost. Yeah. Well, it's oh, like, well, well everyone's, everyone's going to this. Like, what? what? Like, the, the market has moved only toward the Ravens this week. That's the only thing that's happened. This is like, this is a game like made for, like, Feliz Naritov. It's like, well, every, everyone actually likes Baltimore, so guess what you should do, jackass? <laughs>
All right. Uh, let's so so BM Dubs. Look, we we let's go Chiefs. Let's do it. Hashtag go to Mochi. Uh, Alex, what else we got? Jumping back to the YouTube chat, our guy at Danny Levine or Levine taking Lamar over ten and a half rushing attempts. The magnitude of the game dictates pulling out all the stops. He will likely have trouble throwing on the Kansas City defense. Also, a Fred Warner interception looks tasty. Does it? <laughs> That's a really bizarre way to end it, but okay. <laughs> I have like, I have no thought. I, I That's a huge Also, number. Charvarius Ward, three and a half tackles. <laughs> num, num, num. <laughs> like, what? Like, thank you. Like, okay. <laughs> a Fred Ward. What was the word he used, Alex? The Fred tasty. Warner touchdown looks tasty? Tasty. <laughs> um, uh, if, is Danny still in the chat? Danny, tell us why, like, that's tasty. I, I yeah. just like, I'm not even saying it's a bad bet. I just like to know what the yeah. rationale is behind it Sounds being tasty. Delicious. What about, uh, what about Lamar? Well, what are you doing there? Well, well just because I guess like Dre, Dre Greenlaw had two picks last week. So now it's like, now it's Fred Warner's turn. Yeah, I guess the competition's on. Yeah. yeah, listen, and now Fred Warner, you know, Dre, Dre, Dre Greenlaw just got his. So like, now you like know what incentives. to do. It's like those week 18 like, incentives. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, is it terrible if I say like, I have no opinion on this? I have like no opinion on this. Okay, I got share something really funny. Our our social team is actually like killing it today. They're doing awesome. So Brad Evans quote about I think it was Lamar Jackson, just because I saw this. Like we just tweeted out like Brad giving his thoughts on the game, which was really good. But it's Lamar's like his legs are gonna go off in this game, and all I think about is him running and both legs just flying off of his yeah. body and going in different directions. <laughs> his legs are gonna go off. Really, where are they gonna go? And Rosie, <laughs> and now he's a quadriplegic, and I know why. <laughs> Shout out to Afro. Gonna man. go off. Uh, oh, that sucks for him. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be like FDR in the wheelchair. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really know if I have a strong opinion on the Lamar. Uh, yeah, like he could go over, he could go. I got nothing here, basically. I apologize Great. to Danny. You have any Sounds thought like here about this is gonna play out? No, nah, I mean I, I don't know what predicts rushing attempts for a quarterback like this. Uh, he could. Well, like I, I, guess I guess it makes sense. It's, kind of, it's the Josh Allen theory. It's like, well, the game really matters, so they'll run him more. That's I'm, I'm guessing well, that's kind of like the background. I would say this also. So, like, okay, so let's say I don't know. Let's say he gets five to seven, um, like design, design runs, runs, right? Yeah. And then just like, does he get flushed out of the pocket enough by Kansas City's pass rush? Like Ravens' offensive line is fully healthy here. Does he get? Does Kansas City get enough heat on him to like and have him escape the, the pocket and run the football? Or is the strategy to like rush three and just like? Let him do what make him throw the ball. Honestly, like, isn't isn't that probably what they're gonna do? The Patriots once played a game, Belichick coached against Aaron Rodgers in the regular season, where he rushed two for an entire second half. And the plays, it's the weirdest game. It's one of the weirdest games I've ever watched because Aaron Rodgers frequently had the ball for like 15 seconds. And like no one was open and he wasn't gonna run. And it was just like, this is is anything going to happen? And the clock's ticking, and you're just like, "What? what is this? Uh, not that this is going to play out like that necessarily, but that could be one of the strategies. Without knowing like what Kansas City's going to do, and I, I'd be terrible at making a guess there. I, I don't know if there's a lot for me to do with this bet. So, Danny, uh, thank you for the submission. I don't have much to offer yeah. you here. Alex, what do we have next? Sticking in the YouTube chat, at Jordan Pagel, taking Brock Purdy. Over 278 and a half passing yards. He's hit over 250 in the rain last week, and he thinks the Niners want to air it out against a poor Detroit pass defense. I don't know if I'm going to make this bet, but like this is like a never bet, never ever bet the under. 
like like wager for me here. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think they'll have much more success than they had last week. He was close to this last week. This has been a really popular bet for people that have come on the show too. So like, I, I get it. I, I'm not confident enough in props to be like, I love this bet, but look like I, I expect Purdy to play much better. Whether that means the over or not, I don't know, but I expect him to play much better in the game. I'd rather bet Jared Goff over passing yards because I kind of like the Lions in the game. Uh, thank you very much to Jordan. Let's try and sneak one more in this segment and then maybe we'll, we'll, we'll cap it off on the other side. Thank you very much, Jordan. In the YouTube chat, at Greg Radke taking Gibbs over 74.5 rushing and receiving yards. The San Francisco defense is overrated against the run, and if Detroit falls behind, Gibbs should be used in the passing game. Yeah, this is one where like, and I and I said earlier where it's almost like if you like Detroit in the game, it's more Montgomery. I want to, if that's how I kind of made it made it sound. I I like Gibbs no matter what. Uh, I think Gibbs is he's played like the second best running back in football, behind McCaffrey, obviously. By the way, I'm I'm looking up right now because on my screen is ESPN and they're showing McCaffrey highlights. I've been saying all week that he wears 22 because that's, I guess, the number of what he wore in Carolina, and now he wears 23. So I've literally been wrong about this all the entire week on all the media you, I've been doing. When so have you been saying to me. You reference his jersey number in your interviews? Yeah, I always say that, I say that Gibbs, is, Gibbs has been the second best running back in the league besides for the guy wearing 22 on the other side. Probably sounds really good, except for the fact that I'm Who wrong. Who wears 22? Does somebody else wear 22 for the Niners? No, but like, it would be really funny if you wear... were talking about, like, you are talking about, like, Tyrion Davis Price the entire time. <laughs> it's like that's Jordan that's Mason. But didn't McCaffrey wear wear twenty two for the uh for the Panthers? Am I wrong about that also? I'm really bad at this one. We'll look it up during the break. Uh let's see. I got yeah, he wore twenty two for the Panthers. I'm just like, what an idiot I am. Uh anyway, yeah, I love Jameer Gibbs. Thanks very much to Mr. Radke for the submission. I'll have that bet as uh for Prop King on Sunday. Bets for tonight to close coming up next. 